So there's the ring. Ring-a-ding-ding. Hi, it's Kira. Kira, it's Tony Visick. Can you hear me now? Hi, yes. Clear as a bell, right? Yes. Okay, very cool. Well, well, welcome to This American Podcast Comedy Edition, Special Edition, Music Edition, because we have you on the show. Uh, you're on ComedySchoolsRadio.com, uh, and you will be uh, at the Tempe Center for the Arts Friday night at 7.30 with your band, Honey Girl. Yes. We are so excited. Yes, uh, we just released our first single yesterday called On the Loose. And so we'll be performing that along with all of our original songs that um, we've been working on for the last few years. So we're really excited to be part of the show and um, so grateful for, for our friends, Flathead, to invite us and, and to be part of um, the evening. So, um, And we're going to be handing out free download cards as well for our single on the loose so um we hope people come out and, and hear us and and download the single so no so uh, that is a great track by the way i i oh listen. thank you yes now you said thank you you did something that caught my attention you said download cards yes so, so go ahead explain how that works yeah in lieu of cds we've got download cards now so it's, there's um i have about a hundred for the next um, 30 days to give out and um, just real simple like a business card it's got a free download code on it and you can just go to your computer and, and download the single um, and, and that's it so you know sometime in the future we might have some CDs but we've just got a single right now we haven't released a full EP and we've, we're working on that for maybe the end of summer um, so the download card is just a real simple and easy way to uh, get the single free and fast so if you um, get one, download it, please share it with your friends, and um, it'll be on iTunes and Google Play next week, so it'll be um, there as well, so we're really excited. Fantastic. Now, you, you actually started out as a duo, not as a band. We did. You know, I actually, well, Scott Johnson is my songwriting partner, and of course, he's in the Gin Blossoms, and he's been in Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, and he is just a Tempe music staple and such a great guy. And I actually started singing when I was 23 years old, going to singing lessons just privately. So last um, year. Yeah, yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, uh, basically, just because I was really shy. And so, honestly, until I met Scotty um, five, six years ago now, um, he was the first person that encouraged me to write songs. And in my professional life, I'm a copywriter and um, a writer in general. and. And so I thought, okay, you know what? I should do that. And I'm, and um, so we started writing songs together. So I write all the lyrics and come up with the concepts. And uh, he writes the music and comes up with these awesome riffs that make songs memorable. And um, so he's just so great to work with. For, for someone like me especially, I mean, he's got so much experience that he brings to the table. And experience and mentorship and inspiration for me to just make the songs better and then me, I'm just, you know, I've always been in the professional world, so, and I'm just kind of a driven person in general, so, um, and he's really laid back about it, so we're just, our partnership just works so well in creating the best music, so I couldn't be any more blessed to work with him. You know what's, uh, uh, and, and we want to get into how, you, <coughs> excuse me, how you grew from a duo to a band, and I know that you are, uh, you're in Tucson with your children right now, correct? Yes, I am, okay, yes. So, so, <laughs> and how old are your children? 
I have one son. He'll be nine in May. Yes, we're on a field trip, so we're in. We're watching the Raptor exhibit at the Desert Sonoran uh, Museum. Uh, um, yeah, so they've got some snacks when they're on break, but um, yeah. So. All right. Well, we won't keep you long because we don't want to. We don't want to keep you no from, from from your kids. And then later on, as your kids an adult, going, you know, I thought my mother loved me, but. One day we went on a field trip thing, and instead she was just talking on the phone to some dude. So uh, we're <laughs> we don't we don't. No, this is a f- go ahead. This is a full day event. We've been up since five. No, well you deserve it. Take this call. Yeah, this is our break time. So you they're, deserve they're cool. it. I found at the uh, creative community in the greater Phoenix area that there's uh, uh, so many, uh, not even six degrees of separation. You and I actually have mutual friends, uh, Troy and uh, Lyra, are uh, friends yes. of mine. You know, uh, I, I know them uh, kind of from the comedy world. Lyra uh, just did a show with us. Uh, and I always say her name wrong, but she never gets mad. Uh, it, I say Lyra, but it's Lyra. Is that yes, correct? Yeah, that correct. I know. And I always say Lyra. And she goes, it's not Lyra, it's Lyra. She just did a show with us, a stand-up comedy show at the uh, Scottsdale Laugh Factory, uh, which was called All the Single Ladies, uh, which she's not. She's engaged and uh, yes. planning a massive wedding. I don't know if she's pulling you into the uh, with her tentacles. No, and, not yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a meeting with her one time. It was supposed to be about comedy writing, and we spent an hour because when my wife and I, who produces our show, who's uh, the other voice you hear, uh, we're planning yeah. our wedding. Uh, she just gave me like the uh, she gave me like the third degree on wedding wedding planning because we had just gone through it. So, oh my goodness, we have a lot of mutual friends, including uh, uh, Flathead. Uh, the drummer, yes. the drummer is. Uh, I like to say he's my uh, son-in-law, yet he's older than me. So. Um, <laughs> Not it's quite, such a small no. world here in Phoenix, and so it's yeah. such a small world. And, and Lyra's a new friend, and so is Troy. And so when I saw her, we just became Facebook friends last week, and she just mentioned to me yesterday, hey, do you know, Sony, are you going to be part of the show on Friday? And I said, yeah. So such a small world, but I can't wait to perform with her and go see her show, too. And, and I write a lot about single women and um, love and breakup, of course, because I am songs about my feelings, as Jesse Valenzuela from the Jim Blossoms would say. Um, so I think maybe a show with all the single ladies and my single breakup songs would be would be a good team. So we'll see if that happens. Now, how long have you guys been playing as a as a, you started as a duo, but then you became a, a band? It was like the music you went. Oh, this music needs in order to really bring this music to life. We need. Oh yeah, so I like to rock. Mama needs to rock when <laughs> on the weekends. So <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, I love acoustic and I love sharing my vision and my voice and my stories but I just love to rock and um we <laughs> it started out honestly uh, we starting a band was a lot harder than I thought to be honest yeah and so um the very first person we added to our band I put a, a an ad on Craigslist for a, for a woman bassist because I didn't want to be the only chick in the band uh-huh. even though I love I love all the attention of course from the guys but um we hooked up with a girl named Cassandra Clawson Clark, and she was the only person that answered our ad. And Scott and I drove to the West Valley at like nine o'clock at night to meet her, and we fell in love. And she is from punk rock scene in Long Beach, and she is the sweetest um, woman and amazing bass player. And so she's on maternity leave right now, so she won't be there on Friday. But wow. again, another mom, another mama that wants to rock. So, um, so she was the first addition, and then. We recruited Roger Singleton, who plays in Elvis Before Noon, and he's been around for a long time. And then um, Dave Thompson, and then um, and of course because everybody has some other different bands and different responsibilities that most of us are parents. Sure. Um, we also get to play with 
Scott Hessel from the Jim Blossoms and Gloria Tone. He's been coming in to drum for us, and he'll be there tomorrow night. And so, who will the, who will the, who will the drummer be tomorrow night? Scott Hessel from Jim Blossoms. Very cool. Very cool. So yeah. it's it's going to be two Jim Blossoms. Two Jim Blossoms tomorrow. Whoa. And I'm a lucky lady. You are, and, and of course we know where the uh, uh, let's see let's see how deep in the paint you are with the Jim Blossoms trivia wise. Do you know where the name comes from? It is um, those things, the red, like, those red blisters that happen when you're, when you're a drunkard. Absolutely. Those are called gin blossoms. Is yeah. that right? You're, you're right. And I think they got it from <laughs> a, a W.C. Fields uh, uh, picture they saw or something. Yep. His, yeah. So very cool. All right. So you know what? So did, uh, before we let you go, because we don't want to keep you from uh, your son and, uh, and then... Uh, you know, cause uh, cause problems, and uh, it sounds like you're on a wonderful field trip. Describe your music. I mean, is it is it more? Uh, I'm going to ask you two questions. Who are your big musical influences? That's question one. I love the Dixie Chicks. I love Miranda Lambert. I love Jen Blossoms. I love Johnny Cash. I love uh, Trisha Yearwood. I love Tammy Wynette. Um, my dad grew up in a band too. He played a lot of hard rock, so I take influence from everybody. I love I love Justin Bieber to be honest. I'm such a believer too. But <laughs> I um, but you know I write songs about stories and about my life and things I see and what I observe and and it's just coming out. It just comes to the surface for me. I don't know. I just hear a song in my head and and I tell Scott like this is this is how it goes. And some songs take two minutes to write and and some. Some have taken two years, to be honest. Our first single, this one's taken me forever to finish for whatever reason. But um, they're songs, they're just songs that have a lot of meaning to me, too. Um, well, you have such that, a you know, beautiful, wanna, I'm sorry, you have such a beautiful voice. And I, I oh, listened thanks. to your single uh, that you have out now. And um, I was just, d did you have uh, lessons or did you take Oh yeah, for a long time, mm -hmm. <laughs> for, for a long time. Like I, I um, singing is really difficult to be honest. And um, it's taken me a long time, like 10 years really, to hone my voice, to be, to kind of come out of my shell enough to even get up and perform. I mean, I only now, and we've been doing this for a couple of years, and I have the best people around me feel confident enough to get up there and share my stories. And, and you'll see, you, you can see, I think in between songs, I get a little shy about talking. So Roger usually <laughs> talks for uh, me, but I'm getting better. I'm getting more confident and definitely the single coming out. It just, I'm so proud, honestly. It's, it's been a, it's been such an adventure and, and um, I'm just really looking forward to the, the future and, and making more music and you know I hope that songs make people want to get up and dance and songs that maybe want to make you cry or you know think about your life and how you can be a better person or you know or I just I look so forward to connecting with people through my music hey, here's a random question and you know and uh, I have a, a friend in town who is a female who happens to be a bass player uh, who uh, did some stuff with uh, uh, guys from Primus and stuff named Linda Kushmar. Are you familiar with her? I'm not. Okay. Very cool. We were talking about female bass players, and, I, and all of a sudden, pop me to go, I know a female bass player. So um, uh, I, I, I haven't kept track of her lately, but she, she's more of a... Uh, uh, when you meet her, you would think that she's like you know a, a field hippie, but she's more of a, uh, uh, a, hard, a hard metal player. So, um, all right. So, cool. uh, I hear the kids coming out. So, uh, describe your describe your music real quick. Are you more country pop, or are you just you? 
Yeah. No, we're definitely country, a little Americana roots. We've got some blues. I like to I like to uh, mix in a little humor too. I think one of the <laughs> one of the songs I wrote a while ago is called "Put a Ring on My Finger." You know, and yeah. it's, it's a silly little song, but people love to rock to that too. So, um, yeah, we're definitely more country, uh, Americana with some pop vibe in there too. Well, listen, we want to uh, we want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to call in with us. We're thank looking you. so forward. We're gonna get, we'll get all the info about your group and stuff, and uh, how people can access all of your wonderful music will be up on ComedySchoolsRadio.com later on today. Uh, this uh, this interview, of course, will be there and available for uh, available free for download. Anybody who goes to ComedySchoolsRadio.com will be able to hear the interview, and they'll be able to see you live Friday night, March twenty first, at the Tempe Center for the Arts. Uh, Flathead and Funny, along with Honey Girl, featuring Kira Brown and Scott Johnson from the Gin Blossoms. Uh, thanks yeah. a lot, and uh, like I said, we, lo- we look forward to meeting you tomorrow night. Take care. Yeah, thank you. you Bring us back a little care. dinosaur or something, like a little <laughs> plastic dinosaur. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> bye, okay, Kira. Bye. Bye, bye. Do you have Scott's phone number? Are no, we s- I don't. You don't? I don't. Is he calling us? He is calling us. So he's going to call your phone. I'm not sure. I, I guess we should have clarified with Kira before she. But I did, I did messenger her your phone number. I got it all coming in. Scott from the Jim Blossoms and Honey Girl. Hello. Hello. You always need to have its uh, sound turned up a little bit. Forever, but you know it's kind of interesting that all that happened in a span of like three years. You know. Absolutely. Actually, happened fairly fast. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I remember those songs. Those songs are, uh, uh, you know, uh, Hey Jealousy and uh, Craig Found Out About You, correct? Were the, uh, um... Yeah, that's right. And the Fall You Down. Well, Fall You Down was on our second record. Until I Fall Away was on the Empire Records soundtrack. And then there was also Allison Road. And, yeah, we've had uh, six top 40 singles. That's a great movie, Empire Records. It's one of those movies, and it, it's not—it's it, close for me to the The Godfather. If The Godfather's on, no matter how many times I've seen it, I stop. That uh, uh, Casino, Goodfellas, and Empire Records. If Empire Records on, I go up. Oh, uh, forget it. We're not. Oh, no, come on, man! You're making that up. No, no, no! I love that. I love that movie. I love that movie. No, I'm not making it up. It's what—it's one of my. You know, I, I think. Um, uh, uh, I, I, I just get a kick out of that movie. You know, the guy's working in a, in a record store. It's so much of my era, you know, uh, that, that when, when you know, when that kind of music was argued about that way. Well, you know, it did kind of become a cult thing, but, you know, I don't know, you probably don't know this, but the person that wrote the screenwriter, is that? Yeah, screen, yeah. She, it was a woman, and she was from Tempe, and that whole thing was based off of Zeta. Really? Yep, that's right, and that's why they thought it would be so awesome to have us on the soundtrack because we were from Tempe. When you uh, when you listen to uh, music now, um, I, I still I, I I'm still one of those people, that, and I love Zia, you know, and uh, uh, I'm one of those people who will go to Zia and spend hours. When I was a kid, I was poor and I couldn't afford to buy albums. I would save up. I'd save up to buy an album, but I would go to the local yeah. Five and Dime in this little town I lived in to the record section, and I would read the back of album covers till I memorized them, and then I, and then be able to listen to FM radio and then know the songs. But I still uh, have this love of accessing music that way, you know. So uh, yeah, I know what you mean. There's there's a big one kind of near me on like 19th Avenue, Camelback, and 
I still go in there and yeah, and shop and buy LPs and CDs and DVDs and everything. And yeah, it's a fun store. Um, you know, Brad Singer was a friend of mine, and uh, he was a he was a smart man, and uh, he's missed. He was a great guy. What uh, uh, uh I, you know, I when when I when I first heard your music, and I, I immediately I immediately liked those songs. You know, uh, and I I didn't have any connection. To, I had I had played this town as as a comic in the eighties and nineties, but didn't have a big connection to this town at the time, until like two thousand one when I, I started being out here full time, uh, and I wasn't aware that you guys were from you know Tempe Phoenix. I just went, hey, those are really good songs. Do you you categorize what the Gin Blossoms do at all, or you're just making music? Do I categorize? Well, you know, it's the Gins have always been about songs. You know, we're not. We're not much of a jam band, you know. I mean, we'll, we'll yeah. do some stuff live. We'll expand outros and let let you know a guy take a solo. But yeah, we've always been focused on songs and songwriting, and you know that that's always been our thing. So now you've got you've got a, a new project now. Uh, I know the Jim Blossoms is is gotten back together, and and that you guys tour. Is that that's correct? Yeah, that's right. We yeah. just got back from Dominican Republic. Wow, very cool, very cool. But you have this other project now, which is Honey Girl, and you, yeah, uh, Honey Girl, yeah, and you, and you are the uh, the lead guitarist and uh, co-songwriter in in that band as well. Yep, that's right. All right, so we're we'll growing up in go ahead in Scottsdale. You know, when I was a kid, the biggest station in Arizona was KNIX. Yeah, and everybody everybody listened to KNIX, and uh, which was owned by Buck Owens at the time. Sure, that's it. White's logo and was that guitar, yeah. Yeah, you know, and uh, so, I mean, it's kind of in the blood, and I can kind of hear it in Jim Boss, too. There's a little twang to everything. Um, you know, I've just influenced that since I was a kid and, you know, want to pursue it now that I have the chance. And, you know, Kira is such an awesome singer-songwriter. It was interesting because she was winning, like, karaoke contests. She was <laughs> doing all this karaoke stuff and killing it. And then also she's a writer. She she would write articles and, uh, you know, she was like a journalist. So I was the one that said to her, hey, look, you write, you're, you're all about words and you're a singer, you know, why don't you become a songwriter? And it was just kind of a magic moment where she's like, yeah, I can do that. I'm like, yeah, you're already doing it. And so, it, then you know, that's kind of how the whole thing started. So, uh, and, uh, so Honey Girls is, uh, you guys start out as a duo. You guys were kind of writing maybe a kind of folky kind of stuff initially, and then the songs then seemed to demand, uh, um, uh, more players. How, how did that evolve? Yeah, it was kind of like that, you know, it, you know, we basically called our friends and said, Hey, you know, you want to come over and, you know, jam out and we'll show you some of our songs. And so that's kind of how it started. It was very organic and, uh, and our friends were very nice to come over and listen to our songs and then, you know, slowly started doing a couple of gigs and, you know, now we have this song that we released. Um, you know, we finally went to Nashville to record. Um, and you guys have a, uh, you have a, uh, um, you have a uh, female bass player, is that correct? Yes, Cassandra, that's right. We do. She, she's, she just had a baby. Oh, so yeah. She, she, yeah, she won't be there tomorrow night. Are you putting a wig yeah, on a dude? Is it to keep the theme of the band by any chance? Yeah, we're going to have a dude. It'd be another honey girl. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, Troy Dixon is going to be playing with us tomorrow. He's a great bass player and buddy of mine, and we're happy to have him. <laughs> and you actually have a, 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 a drummer sitting in who's not normally with the band. Is that correct as well? Yes, that's right. Um, tomorrow night, our Jim Blossom drummer, Scott Hessel, who played in Glory Tone for years and years, is going to be playing with us tomorrow also. Let me ask you this. There's more that is, this is this is a pretty amazing and cool music scene that grew up out here. And oddly enough, I mean, uh, I have, uh, I, I've got a lot of friends in town who are musicians. I, oddly enough, a lot of my friends in town were, were uh, big heavy metal people at one time. Uh, our, uh, I have a, a, a female friend who plays, uh, plays uh, the stick, like the, the, the bass stick. Her name's Linda Kushma. She's played with uh, the people from Primus. And, but there's the music scene you came out of, man. Yeah, I know Linda. You know Linda? Isn't she cool? She's very cool. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, awesome. um, and, and, you know, there's so much of an intertwining of sometime of the comedy scene and the music scene here in town as well. Because I met Linda through uh, the comedy scene and didn't know that she was a, um, a musician until um, it came up in conversation. But what do you think it is about Tempe, especially the era that you came out of, that made it so uh, uh, lively and creative? Because you guys came out a little later. Uh, Jimmy Eat World came out. Uh, I mean, in a silly way, uh, the music scene in this town goes all the way back like uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders came out of Arizona. So, uh, which I, I know people make fun of. It. I, I, st I still have the song. I remember being a kid, like 10, living in a little town in Missouri and watching a show called Where the Action Is. And there'd be Paul Revere and the Raiders with Mark Lindsay, and I go, "Hey, those are pretty good." So I was ten. I, I wasn't able to go. Oh man, you know what? That's not really real. I'm ten, and I'm listening to uh, what's it going to be, him or me? And I'm going, oh, "I like that little, I like that lick." But what do you think caused, uh, made the uh, the Tempe comedy scene so vibrant in that era? Well, I don't know. I guess you know we were all just so creative. You know, um, it was just. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How how does that happen? How does hate ash happen? You know, how does the village happen in, you know, the early 60s? You know, I, you know, it was just, uh, we were all just very fortunate. I think it was just a very creative atmosphere, and we all supported each other. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, now we're still talking about it, you know, 20 years later, right? <laughs> sure. Now, and then the replacements came out of this uh, scene, is that correct? Well, you know, they were from Minneapolis. Oh, okay. But um, there was a big influence on us. We all really liked them. That was it. And, and of course, Roger Klein, you know, who... Um, uh, do you know the musician, like, uh, was it Hans Olsen? Do you know him? And, I mean, there's guys who've been yeah, around... Yeah, there's been guys around forever that you go in places and go, oh, this guy sounds really good, and you can see him, like, in a great local venue. But... Um, yeah, and I don't know if you know this, but I, I started the Peacemakers with Roger and P.H., I no. was the original guitar player. No, I didn't know that. But, yeah, I played on the first three records. Um, it was a great experience. I'm really proud. See, same thing, Honky Tonk Union. We wanted to make a country record. You know, there was all these people doing all country, and we're like, well, we're from Arizona. We should be doing this. And so that's when we made the first Peacemaker record called uh, Honky Tonk Union. Was, um, you know, I would love to talk, I, I spoke with Roger briefly one time when I was being interviewed for a station and um, uh, at a radio station and he was coming in afterwards. Were, were bands like the Burrito Brothers big influences on you guys when you were doing that kind of music or? No, I mean, I, I would I, I would love to say that. I, I really like them, but I don't know if it was a huge influence, but uh, they were cool. 
Go ahead. I got somebody here uh, praising my house. Okay, man. Well, I I'm hope you sell it. I'm my house. I'm going to have to go. But yeah. Well, we love talking to you, and we're looking forward to seeing you with Honey Girl tomorrow night at the Tempe Center of the Arts at 730. It's been a real pleasure meeting you over the phone. We look forward to meeting you in person tomorrow night. All right, man. It's going to be fun. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.